At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Jaguars OTAs are in the books, and with that, I'm going to provide five standout performers from OTAs. If you're a fan of the show, please like and subscribe on YouTube. Y'all's support means the world to me. Cannot do this without you guys. Follow myself on Twitter, at Jordan DeLugo, Generation Jaguar, at Generation Jag. We did get some good news on the injury front regarding C.J. Beathard, the Jaguars' number two quarterback. According to Ian Rappaport, he avoided major injury to his groin and will not require surgery. Not clear at this point when he will be back, but with three months until the start of the regular season, it appears he'll be good to go. And Beathard is a quality backup quarterback in my mind. I didn't know too much about him coming over from San Francisco, but from what I have seen from him during his time in Jacksonville, uh, he's embraced the idea of being a backup quarterback, and I think he has the ability to be a gamer when needed. I think you've seen that throughout his college and professional career. Obviously, if C.J. Beathard has to go into the game during the regular season, not great. You want Trevor Lawrence on the field, but I think he is a capable backup. Still no update on Jordan Smith, the edge defender, 2021 rookie the Jaguars traded up for in the fourth round. He went down with a lower body body injury on Monday as well. Still have not received word on his status, uh, but obviously hoping for the best for Jordan Smith, who kind of turned it on a bit during his rookie year down the stretch, showing the ability to set the edge and had a good offseason to this point. So you're just hoping that He's not going to miss significant time. But yes, the point of today's video and podcast is OTA standouts. We've got five of them. I've got a couple bonus ones to talk about uh, as well. OTAs, organized team activities, not mandatory. There's no pads, but they are full speed. Overall, it's not a great gauge for where these guys are at because football is a game of physicality a game of contact and you're really just not allowed to get into that too much at this stage in the game. Training camp will be where we really get into the nuts and bolts of what this team really looks like. But I do want to go ahead and acknowledge some players that stood out to me on the field over the course of OTAs, uh, the OTAs that the media was allowed to attend. We'll go ahead and start with tight end if you want to call him that. Evan Ingram, Jaguars brought him over from the New York Giants. 
Uh, he spent the first five years of his career in New York as a former first-round pick. Caught a lot of passes. Uh, but this is a guy who hasn't been in the best situations throughout his career. And he's had some mis- inconsistencies in his own play. He's dropped some passes, some untimely passes. Uh, had some just issues that you don't want to see popping up. But he has been a producer every single year. He's caught at least 43 passes, I believe, every year of his career. Now he has Doug Peterson coaching him up, Trevor Lawrence throwing him the football, and this is just based on what I've seen through OTAs. I have not seen him struggle to hold on to the football. Earlier this week on Monday, the guy, I believe, caught seven passes during team drills in one practice. By far the leading receiver on that day. Uh, He just has so much athletic ability. He is a good route runner. And he has huge hands and a huge catch radius. Like He's able to make really difficult catches. It's just about hauling in the easy ones consistently and not having any focus drops for Evan Ingram. And so far throughout OTAs, we haven't really seen any of those frustrating moments from Evan Ingram. Of course, we haven't seen a ton of practice, but from what I have seen, I have not seen those frustrating moments that you come to expect from Evan Ingram. I've seen plenty of highlight reel grabs. I've seen plenty of him getting wide open because of his athleticism and his route running ability. Is it possible that Evan Ingram is going to have the best season of his career in a contract year? Because, yes, the Jaguars brought him in, but they only gave him that one-year $9 million deal. He's got to prove himself to the Jaguars or to whoever is going to end up uh, looking for his services in 2023. So there's plenty of motivation there for him to come out and ball out and show that he can be a bona fide starting tight end, a difference maker in the NFL Doug Peterson's done this with a lot of guys. It's not just been Travis Kelsey and and Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard. He made Trey Burton a boatload of money when he was there with the Eagles. Got paid by the Bears. So I think there's a real chance here that Evan Ingram has the best season of his career from a consistency standpoint. And there's never been any question about his ability to make big plays. It's been about making the easy plays and, and the timely plays. Can he do that under Doug Peterson with Trevor Lawrence throwing him the football? We're going to find out, but so far through OTAs, he's looked really damn good. LaVisca Chenault, for the first time in his career in 2021, professional or collegiate, he struggled to catch the football. Haven't seen any of that so far from Visca. You've heard a lot of positive positivity coming from the coaching staff, coming from Trevor Lawrence. Uh, every day I've been out there, all I've seen from Visca is big smiles on his face. He's volunteered to you know, take on more of a special teams role as a return man while Jamal Agnew is coming back from his injury, his hip injury. And you haven't seen any drops. You've seen LaVisca looking athletic, looking sharp, catching the football. I'm willing to bet on Visca having a major bounce back in terms of consistency in terms of being able to be a reliable target that catches the football and makes the plays that are there's there to be made. And if you're able to get him the football and, and you're able to feel confident in his ability to, you know, catch the easy ones, this is a guy that is dynamic with the ball in his hands. He's such a, a mismatch for defensive backs. He's 
six foot one, six foot two, 225, 230 pounds. Visca is a load for defensive backs. And if he is in the right headspace, which it looks like he is, he's going to be really difficult for defenders to deal with, especially as a complimentary piece. He was forced into a starting role after DJ Chark suffered his injury last year. But now he's in a situation where he's a complimentary piece for the Jaguars. I think it's going to be perfect for him. Let's not forget, I mean, this is a guy who's caught over 120 passes in the first two years of his career. Scored five touchdowns as a rookie. Has the ability to make an impact as a receiver, as a runner, as a gadget player. I I think LaVisca's looked really good, really confident, really happy, in a good place, and I think you're going to see better results from him in 2022. Roy Robertson, Harris. Uh, This is interesting because judging offensive and defensive linemen is very difficult when there's no contact. Judging anyone on the football field can be a difficult task with no real physicality and contact, no pads on. But Roy Robertson, Harris has stood out more than anyone else on the offensive or defensive line. They've been all over the place consistently in the backfield. Uh, And you look back at his 2021 season, he really struggled with his health for a lot of the early part of the season. But once he got healthy uh, around week 10, week 10 to week 18, he was on pace for 42 pressures and six sacks over a full 17-game season. If you're able to get that type of production from an interior lineman, when you've got Josh Allen, Trayvon Walker, and Dewan Smoot, and Arden Key, and even Caleb on Chase on as your edge guys, if you can get Roy Robertson Harris pushing the pocket from the interior and creating that type of pressure, Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker and all those guys, they might feast. And I, I think Roy Robertson Harris needs to be that for this team. I don't think there's a lot of other guys that you can look at that look like they're ready from an interior standpoint to make a huge impact in terms of getting after the quarterback and pushing the pocket. So far, I mean, I've heard it from Trevor Lawrence. I asked him about it earlier this week. Uh, I've seen it myself. Roy Robertson-Harris looks like he picked off where he left off in Indy, or excuse me, in Jacksonville against Indy at the end of last season when he got seven pressures in that final game of the season. Andre Sisco. This is another one. Uh, really didn't get on the field enough during his rookie year, which in my opinion is no fault of his own. I think the coaching decision to not get him on the field in favor of Andrew Wingard was a mistake. He looked good throughout training camp last year. He looked good in the preseason. And then you get to the regular season, you don't see him. He finally did get on the field late for the Jaguars. What did he do? Uh, Forced a fumble against the Colts, helped the Jaguars seal that game. Uh, He also, in his first game when he got in, uh, in terms of playing significant reps, almost got a pick. An unbelievable play on the ball. It was not his play to make, but he saw the quarterback's eyes read and reacted, and went out and almost got a pick on a guy that he was not even close to when the quarterback decided to throw that football. He's got ball skills, so much ability. And what I've liked to see from him so far throughout OTAs, 
He looks like he has that swag and that confidence that you saw from him really at Syracuse as one of the most dynamic playmakers on defense in the country, you know, a ball hawking type of safety. I think that's what you're going to see from Andre Sisco in year two. Then we've got Travis Etienne, and this might be the most exciting development of all. You know, coming off the Liz Frank injury he suffered last preseason, even if he was just healthy and wasn't really standing out, that would be exciting for Jags fans, right? But this dude looks every bit as fast and every bit as quick as he did, and he's making a ton of plays. Uh, His hands look great. So I think when you talk about him being the next Debo, he's probably more like the next Christian McCaffrey or Alvin Kamara type of player versus Debo because he's going to be lined up in the backfield more than he is as a receiver. But he's going to impact the game in a lot of ways for this Jaguars offense. I really think you look back at his college career, look back at how he looked last offseason, look at how he's looked this offseason. Travis Etienne has been really impressive Uh, One of the best running backs in collegiate history, certainly in ACC history, all-time leader in touchdowns. ETN has been fantastic so far throughout OTAs. He just looks so smooth, fast, athletic. His hands look great. I think Travis ETN could be the workhorse for the Jaguars offense. When you talk about him getting the carries, when you talk about him getting targets in the passing game, he's going to be Tough for defenses to account for. A couple little bonuses here. Jamal Agnew is not playing yet in terms of he's not out on the practice field running through team drills and stuff like that. But he is running through individual drills, and he looks really good. He's coming off the hip injury. It was a pretty brutal injury. But um, running through uh, running through routes, uh, taking kicks, he was doing that earlier this week. He doesn't look like he's lost a step at all. Looks super fast, very quick. He's making those cuts that you you expect from Jamal Agnew as a returner, as a receiver that you saw last year. So that's been a really nice development. He should be ready, I would say, probably at some point in training camp before the start of the regular season. And then my bonus little observation here, it's been kind of cool seeing Uh, Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker off to the side at the beginning of practice, just working with outside linebackers, coach Bill Shuey, working on setting the edge, working on the pass rush moves and just kind of growing together in this defense. It's what you want to see from Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker, two guys that are going to need to play at an extremely high level for the Jaguars defense to get where it wants to get under Mike Caldwell in 2022 and to, to, just see the individual focus from both of those guys working with the uh, outside linebackers coach. I think it's been pretty awesome to see. Next up, we've got the entire coaching staff meeting with the media later today. I'll be out there. I'll, I'll, I'll try to get as much good information for you guys as I can. And then we've got mandatory mini camp that starts next week. Again, mandatory mini camp. Everybody's got to be there or they get fined. Uh, and the Jaguars have super high attendance right now anyway, so that's not really a concern. But after that little three, four-day stretch next week, the squad's going to have a little over a month off before the start of training camp. That's going to do it. Thanks for tuning in, Duval. Make sure to hit me up on Twitter, at Jordan DeLugo, and follow Generation Jag or at Generation Jag. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube and check GenJag.com for all the latest Jaguars news, analysis, and Duval gear.